0: You know, just tell me what's happening at Windham in 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 your in your Emia region. I mean, it's um, growing, 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 isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. It is growing. Um, we. One of the things that you you spoke about, you know, what relates to the pandemic. I think one, uh, and I, I I I've been saying this for for some time now, uh, never uh, underestimate what happened. Uh, for two and a half years to our business and and the things that uh, happened to us, both on a personal and a business level. And if I bring it to the business level, uh, I've realized a lot of things have changed, right? Uh, Expectations from people, expectations from owners, expectations from guests. So uh, in order to adapt to those changes, uh, what Wyndham is actually doing at the moment, we are, Re-evaluating our value proposition. What is our value proposition today, and why somebody should 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 choose windham versus, uh, you know, 150, 160. If you if you count Terry, the Big Five, uh, Accor, Marriott, ISD, windham and and uh, Hilton. Hilton, probably you will find that with between us we have about 150 brands. So why why would anyone, uh, either be an independent hotelier or an institutional investor, choose us versus another 149 brands or 135 brands or whatever, whatever? And that is what drives Windham's strategy at the moment in EMEA, value proposition. Relevance and value proposition. How relevant are we in the post-COVID era? And what is our value proposition versus our competitors? That's what, the two things that
0: are happening. What of that value proposition has been heightened during the pandemic? Uh,
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened because because there was no business. The value proposition or the expectations from clients has changed. You know when when pre-pandemic uh, a phone call to one of your owners was a business phone call. During the pandemic, it was a personal phone call. It was a call to say, how are you? How's your family? Uh, Are you keeping well? Are you healthy? Are you surviving? Do you need anything from a business perspective? So the the, the communication with owners and the value the owners got out of the communication with Wyndham, the expectations have changed. I remember that we all used to go to webinars because we were all looking for a, a glimpse of hope. Yes, You remember the days that we were going to SDR and everybody or, uh, you know, people were asking, tell us, is there hope? Uh, is is there hope anywhere? And Robin and his team would talk about, oh, you know what? There is hope in Dubai. They're opening up. And everybody was like, oh, my God, we're coming back. It's, so that has actually uh, that has actually taught us a lot, as, at least at Wyndham and in, per, in a personal level, in terms of what is happening out there and what people's expectations are. So. The value proposition during COVID and during lockdowns was personal, survival, uh, how are you doing, thank you for your business, and how can we support you. The value proposition today is how together we can uh, pick up the what is happening after the, with the pent-up demand and how we keep on enjoying the good years, the good year or the good months that we had uh, the last uh, year and a half. So that's yeah, because, that's kind of the distinction.
0: But certainly, the hotel industry in the second or third and fourth quarters of last year did very well. So people are starting to see what you're saying coming through. I mean, how has how did the pandemic change you as a person and a leader in the last stages of it that you now build on to to uh, inspire your teams?
1: Look, uh, first of all, I. I run a region that was hit in different ways. Eh? In India, we didn't have a health crisis; we had a humanitarian crisis. I remember we were calling, we were calling people to source our oxygen, to send oxygen to 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 India because they were they were running out of oxygen in in yes. hotels, in 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 in, uh, in hospitals. Um, in other countries. I remember in Dubai, they were opening up and they had a New Year's party when the rest of the world, the rest of Europe was was in in closure. So what I've learned as a leader, first of all, I saw the human side of hospitality. I saw people opening up their hotels to host uh, patients. I saw people cooking meals for distributing to the homeless and the elderly. So the human nature of hospitality, the human face—that's that's one. As a leader, what I saw is that at the end of the day, yes, people are all about business, but at the end of the day, they do care about the human, the human nature of of the relationship as well. As I said, that that simple phone call to say, "How are you doing? How's your family? Are you keeping well?" Third, I was enormously humbled by my team, how they stood together, how they stood together to support our franchisees, how they stood together to support the local communities, how they stood together not not even once they said, oh what are we going to do with our own jobs? what is happening with our own jobs? Yes, there was a lot of insecurity, there was a lot of fear. Uh, you know people were furloughed, people were were cutting down salaries but the stuff that they had they, they all did, together as a team was remarkable. So all in all, what I've learned was agility, the human nature of hospitality, what it means to stick together, and the amount of of resources that all of us have to address a very uncomfortable situation. Things that we thought we found Terry, it was amazing. We found it was like a power bank. We found power even at the darkest hours of of, of our industry. We still found the power to reignite and reunite and and, and recharge. And to me, that was that was an amazing,
0: uh, humbling lesson that we that I saw. Company culture has changed dramatically, and will probably continue to do so. Maybe our generation, if we felt said to anyone, "I'm feeling not quite myself," I'd say, pull, you, pull you tighten your belt, put your shoes, tighten your shoelaces." We talk about mental health now. We talk about um other aspects of staffing, um, not just staff in Wyndham, but also hotel employees at your franchises, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How does how has that changed? How will that continue to change? And how will leaders perhaps of our generation are they adapting to that? I mean, we have to, presumably. I mean, what what what's the legacy of that going to be?
1: We 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 have to, but it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy. I I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I have uh, I have experienced. For example, we introduced during COVID the Team Appreciation Day. A team appreciation day is every uh, the last friday of every month we give people the day off because we say look you've done so much for our business you've been so uh, tolerant through the worst the darkest hours every friday the last friday of every month is the team appreciation day and take a day off connected with the weekend have a long weekend spend time with your family go and do Go and do charity, go and do, I don't know, your hobbies. So that's one. Second, we introduced a lot of well being seminars and webinars because we realized that people needed some, some guidance. You know, yes, you can read 20 different self motivating books or whatever, but you need somebody to do a summary for you. So we hired experts and some of our team members who, who are doing this in learning and development. They've put together countless hours of helping us on the well being, on mental health, and something else, financial health as well. Right. Financial support. So we put, we're doing a lot of work, Terry, here in EMEA, of how we can help people with their financials financial advice, financial guidance, not expertise, not investment, how to invest your money or whatever, but. Basic, basic advice of how you manage your finances, your finance, your financials better. Okay, and fourth and most important of all, we connected, town halls, Zoom calls, uh, getting together when things were allowed and we were allowed to get together. Just, just the, the you know connectivity of the team uh, because at the end of the day, hospitality without people. Mm-hmm. It's an empty cell. You know, you you as I've always said, you can build the best hotel yeah. in the world. You are serviced by grumpy people, it's an empty cell. So, so the 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 people element was very critical for us. Now, what is gonna happen in the future, Terry? I have to tell you that I am puzzled. I am puzzled. I don't think we've got the answers yet. Every panel that I've been, every conference that I've been, everybody talks about people, but I have to admit that I'm not convinced yet that we've got we've got this right. We still talk about back of the back of the house. We still talk about reception. You still talk about uh, job roles and job uh, uh, job you know kind of descriptions or role descriptions that we had for years. Yes, there are glimpses of innovation, but I think, as an industry overall, I think we don't have it yet. I, it, it, we will get there. I'm very convinced. I'm very positive, but but it needs work. It needs a lot of work. It's not like a magic wand, you know, one day to another. Oh, people will love hospitality and they're 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 going to be back. No, I think it needs. It will take a lot of work, a lot
0: of work. A great deal of a legacy, it seems to me. Coming from the pandemic would be from those people who entered the hotel industry and the wider world at that particular specific time. People who are now in their early twenties or, or mid-20s. Is that a particular problem?
1: Look, it, it it's not a problem, but it's definitely a, a positive challenge because if you if you find a way to keep them. And if you find a way to give them what to build a career for them and to give them a career path, I think they will be loyal to hospitality forever. Remember, we we broke the circle of trust, Terry. When we made 70, 80 percent, 90 percent of our people redundant or furloughed, that circle of trust with the employees was broken. People, they have in the back of their minds, what about if you do it again six months from now? What is the security and the stability that your industry can provide? That is the that's the circle of trust that we need to build
0: again. And certain skills of that new generation, they can be taught, apparently. Was there anything lost in in them coming, I, working I at home what... and not having interaction, et cetera?
1: I think what was lost is, is, I can see it with my own kids, is the interaction with their, uh, with their peers, the interaction with the rest of the team members. We are social animals. And when you take that social component out of our interaction with people, one of, a, one of the basic instincts of humanity, which is the social interaction was gone. My daughter, my 25 year old daughter, she did all her masters online. She didn't go to the library, she didn't go to the students union, she didn't go to the pub with her with her fellow students, she didn't interact. Can you imagine what this girl lost that year? She lost one of the basic things why we we love going to universities and why we love interacting with our with our team members. Why? Because that was gone completely. She couldn't do it. That year can never be replaced. Can never be replaced. What I am worried that the glass generation, either being a computer, an iPad, or or a, 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 an iPhone or whatever, becomes the norm. That is what what I'm that what is me. To be fair about that generation.
0: And lastly, and maybe the most interesting question we're asking is: if you could tell yourself now, if say, the pandemic starts tomorrow, but you've lived through it. You you live for it, obviously, as we all have the last few years. What would you tell your yourself now going into a pandemic? Let's say it's the first pandemic. If you're going into a future, what would you tell yourself based on what you've learned? Uh,
1: yeah, uh, the the joke is that uh, I should have invested in a in a mask. Uh, uh, producer, I should have invested, I should have known better and I should have, I, I could have made a lot of money investing in a mask, but in on reality, and I know that you want a personal story and what I've learned, um, I lost my mother during uh, COVID, my 82 year old mother, she didn't die from COVID, but uh, COVID didn't allow me to spend uh, time with her at her last last days. So what I would tell Dimitris today, if there was a pandemic coming tomorrow, never miss the opportunity to tell people how you feel. Never miss the opportunity to tell your team members how you feel. And never miss the opportunity to tell yourself how you feel about people, because you might not get that opportunity to say that again.
0: Indeed, indeed. That's thank it. you so much. I'm, I'm going to turn the recording off, and but we can still chat. Yeah, we can still chat. And yeah, I know you have got the lawyers probably hammering yeah, down the door. No,
1: but 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 you know, you, with you, I, I I can be myself because I know you very well, and I don't feel it's. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's that was the most uh, the most uh, humbling lesson that I've learned. Uh,
0: yeah, I can still see, it. my condolences, I can still see it's very upsetting. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, for, for sure, it was a weird, weird, weird time. But, um, you know, may, maybe one of the big problems is that we do forget. We do
1: forget. You know? uh, I forgot. I forgot, Terry. I forgot. and 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 I have to tell you, I feel really sick with myself sometimes. When I realize how I became the same person I was, and how there are glimpses of opportunity to bring me back and realize what is going on, but yeah, I'm really worried that um, that we're gonna totally forget, mm-hmm. and 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 then and then we we will miss a huge opportunity. Um, we will miss a huge opportunity. It's it's easy. We want to forget because it was horrible. It was sad. It was, yes. you know, you want to take it out of your, you know, it's yeah. in the back of your mind and you want not take it away. But uh, but yeah, I, I don't think we, we should. I think we should remember, we should keep on reminding ourselves what it was like. You remember at the webinars we all went and, and, and I remember I was going to webinars and people were saying, oh, breakfast is over. We're never going to have breakfast in hotels again. The buffet is over. Uh, room service is dead. Mate, two years later, people queue for breakfast. Yeah. The buffets are richer than ever. Room service is happening twice a day. But what we didn't anticipate, the chaos at the airports. Yes. The airlines couldn't cope. We didn't anticipate the lack of staff. We didn't anticipate the supply challenges that we couldn't get the basic supplies so we think we thought that we are prophets we thought that we knew we're going to mm-hmm. make the big prophecy breakfast is dead buffers is dead bullshit what actually happened we didn't anticipate what really happened and yeah. i just described some
0: of them and, we, and we've gone from what was a ext- uh, personal disaster to another one, which is even more personal in Correct. terms of the costs Correct. of living, the energy, Correct. the Russian invasion. Correct. Correct. Maybe, Correct. And, and very close Correct. to you, of course, for, for craziness in Turkey. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So. 45,
1: 45 to 50,000 people died in, 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 in an act of nature in two and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. In two and a half minutes. These are the things that we need to role-play and to have them as a beacon. Have them as a beacon. You know what? Remember. Just put in mind. I, I Now, sometimes I do this now. I put a reminder on my phone to remind me of certain things that happened the past three years that I shouldn't forget. You know, like an alarm?
0: Yeah.
1: Remember, you know, you couldn't right. even see your mother because of this. Or remember... You 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 couldn't go out of your home for three months. So so, you know, just yeah. makes you appreciate certain things that yep. you have today.
0: So, and I mean, also uh, interesting. Maybe a, a different article is is how the responsibility hotels have now of making sure that the experience and welcome is better than ever because actually getting to a hotel is a nightmare now.
1: Yes, <laughs> Me- <laughs> Terry, travel buddy, yesterday. I was traveling from Berlin to to London. We had two and a half hours on the on the on, on the on the flight delay. and i I was talking to a guy who was sitting next to me, and we were saying exactly that. Do you remember the days that travel was fun? Mm. Yeah,
0: good. I mean even God. going to IHIF in in May, um I mean maybe we weren't paying what we should have been paying on on air. But 600 quid returned to Berlin. I mean, And EasyJet was pre-80, but then you got to add the um, baggage, the speedy boarding, and the seats.
1: Yes.
0: So it, that ended up at 500. So you, I said, you know what? I'm just going BA. I mean, Yes. I, yeah, 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 no,
1: 100%. No, no, it's crazy. So, and, and, and it's not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. I mean, you, you, you're stuck like... Um, you know, for hours, you, you, you have to take half of your belongings and 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 half of your clothes off and and long queues because there's no stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but but look, I don't want to sound like an old man, you know, mo- moaning or whatever. I, I am very positive. I'm very optimistic. I'm very positive. I see people laughing. I see people traveling. I see people enjoying. Yeah. I see people. I I was at the weekend. Um, last weekend, I was in India for business. I had the opportunity to go to Agra. I hadn't been oh. in Taj Mahal, so I went to Taj Mahal. I saw how thousands of people were taking pictures, enjoying themselves. Yeah, really having this beautiful smile on their faces. We made it. We are seeing one of the wonders of the world. That is what makes me very positive.
0: It, it's still affirmation of life, isn't it? Correct. So.